Episode 25, Celebration and Reflection. Welcome to Gut Plus Science. Analytics about people. Insights for executives. Truth you can act on. A high-energy, fast-paced, results-oriented exchange featuring employee engagement evangelist and CEO, your host, Nikki Llewellyn. Hey, it's Nikki, and it's a celebratory day on Gut Plus Science. This is our 25th episode already. We are so happy to hear all the feedback from you, our listeners and supporters, and especially thanks for those ratings you've been putting alongside that feedback, because we've kept five stars the entire time. And so far, we've heard you say that this show is part of your morning walk, your afternoon workout, your drive time throughout the day, and we've heard you've been using our show notes and just ideas that you're jotting down while listening for internal meeting topics and also to stimulate your client conversations. So rock on. This show is doing some great stuff and we just so appreciate that feedback. The information shared on here is truly fighting talent challenges in today's workplace. It's so powerful to learn from others' failures and successes so that we can get ahead of that. And juggling all areas of people and culture and business is just plain overwhelming. So, you know, creating a brand that attracts talent, hiring the right talent, onboarding for the best impact, employee engagement, recognition, coaching and mentoring and success pathing. Again, it is just so much. So we're just going to continue learning, but we're 25 episodes in and we boiled it down to understanding that the greatest driver to keeping talent and unleashing employee potential is meaning. Meaning. Meaning is the sense of the value an employee feels when they immerse themselves in their roles. Like as employees, we must each and every employee, we must find our why and clearly see how our why ties to the business purpose. So engaged employees show up with a vibrant force and it's untouchable. It's like unstoppable and it's so inspiring for the people around them. And don't forget employee engagement or that engagement level, even when someone does find meaning, it's never achieved. It it is supposed to be and needs to be maintained as we go. We can keep striving, but just realize like that's never a done deal. It's, you know, what we've learned in the show is just a constant effort and really helping each and every individual person find their why and then build a strategy behind that. So it's complex, but let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor today. We're going to come back and we're going to hear some of the greatest takeaways so far on the show. Purple Inc.'s customized HR services will help you make your workspace joy-powered. Whether you're looking for help with recruiting, compliance, or leadership training, they listen to what you need and tailor their solutions to you. Check out purpleinkllc.com. That's purpleinkllc.com to find out how they can help your business. And look for the Joy Powered Workspace podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so we're back on the 25th episode celebration of Gut Plus Science and ready to share some of our greatest learnings. So first up, it's been so fun to hear from so many guests on their definition of employee engagement. So let's hear that. I think most importantly, when you think about what's what's engagement look like, I think when you walk into um, somebody's offices, you pick up on a vibe. That that's the gut factor, and I think there's there's a vibe that you can sense uh, with leaders and how they're engaged with giving back and developing their team. And also, you just pick it up when you walk into somebody's four walls, and you get the culture, you get the vibe, and you see whether their employees are engaged. That's that's kind of the gut side of it. 
I would just identify it as, do you feel like they're a fan of your company? Are they, are they a raving fan? Even if they don't, you know, use the product or, or can't use the product, uh, are they your cheerleader? Engagement is not happiness. You know, giving a $10,000 boost in income doesn't actually increase employee engagement, you know, anonymous assessments, but knowing your people is really important. If I can understand the pressures, hopes, dreams of those individuals, well, we can actually help them accomplish those in their professional world. And I think that's where people know, hey, this isn't just a job. This is a part of my life. I've heard some leaders say they think it, you know, that a happy employee must be engaged. And that's not always the case, right? So I think it's really important to understand what engagement means and how that fits into your culture and to make sure that you're measuring your culture as much as you're measuring your financial performance, because both of those things really matter. It boils down to some pretty simple concepts. Uh, employees who really see the bigger picture and understand how they fit. I, I think also matching the right talent to the right position. So if an employee feels like they're fully engaged and they're bringing their best selves to work and they're able to do what they do best and, and own their unique talents, uh, that's another piece. I also think employees need to feel like they have a path and see what that path is. And that uh, ultimately, and I think perhaps the most important is that someone in the organization cares about them and cares about their development. So all of those things contribute to an overall picture of, of, of employees who are engaged. And it's so so incredibly important. And yet the numbers tell us that that's not ha happening in a lot of cases. But those are the things that I think are most important when I reflect on employee engagement and what it means to have to be highly engaged as an employee and to foster a culture that really supports a, a high level of engagement. Is you know, somebody that believes in what we're trying to accomplish, understands the importance but also feels empowered to make decisions, be creative and not be afraid to fail because if we don't try, we don't know. From my perspective, when we're looking at employee engagement, one of the things that I'm paying attention to when we're invited to work with companies is what is the ownership mindset that these employees have? When people are really highly engaged, they cannot wait to take the information that we give them and run with it. They can't wait to go out and execute new sales tactics or new customer service tactics or put into place some of the new leadership things that they're learning. I think that they're vocal. I think employee engagement, that person is not afraid to speak up not afraid to respond to our email, to offer solutions. We always say the, the adage, my door is always open, <laughs> but, but no one ever knocks. But uh, I think an engaged employee knocks on your door and he challenged you, um, you know, as an employer, as a CEO, to do some things that could be rewarding or maybe think outside of your comfort zone in order to, you know, lift, you know, the organization. I think of culture as being that set of behaviors that encompass a company's purpose, mission, and core values, and how leadership represents those behaviors, role models them, so that everyone in the organization acts accordingly. When I think of engagement, I think of the individual response to that culture, how and where they intersect is how good of a fit there is between that individual and the culture. And so the closer that individual fits into the purpose, mission, core values of an organization, I believe the more engaged they're going to be in their work. All right, isn't that cool? I think there's a lot of overlap 
but some uniqueness in how each and every individual sees that. I believe that it is the force that someone wants to bring to their work because they feel that head, heart, and hand connection to their work. So just so exciting to hear how each and every leader defines that. It's just a little different. So let's uh, reflect for a couple of minutes on some of the great things we've learned. I'm just going to do a a quick summary. So from the very first episode, we heard Jethro Lloyd talk about humanizing the employee experience by remembering it's not just what we say, but it's how we say it. And it's so important for us to converse with employees with care and authenticity and remember they're humans. This is a human to human experience. Stop overthinking it and really boil it down to that humanization of that interaction. So Tom Jackson shared how important regular communication is and check-in is like supposed to be so often. We have to have very regular communication, over-communicate, and create meaningful one-on-one experiences. So rather than just checking the box of we created the uh, one-on-one this week or we completed our one-on-one this week, spending time having a meaningful one-on-one experience. And that is just an example of living out meaningful communication. Thanks, Tom. Bernie McGinnis shared the most basic need of all employees is to feel welcome and appreciated. So just to challenge you on each and every day, for those of us that are leaders, for those of us that are coworkers, how do we make each and every person feel welcome and feel appreciated in the business? Tony Richens, Patrick Broccolo, and Mary Beth Oaks, and many others hit hard on the power of listening and proactively asking for feedback. So as a leader, this is one of the most overlooked necessities. Patrick said, first seek to understand and then promptly respond. Ask for feedback regularly. And it is so important to get critical feedback, you know, with a a filter, you know, that is able to truly collect that uh, open, honest feedback and then to act on that feedback. So whatever you have to do to make sure employees feel you listen and truly listen, take time to take their feedback seriously by reflecting on what you heard, sharing that with them, and then taking action. Deanne Turner talked about the importance of hiring for cultural fit. She said, promote an engaged workplace by hiring individuals that believe in the mission of the business. The more that we hire right, the greater force of that collective energy that uplifts the employees who need it most. Couldn't agree more. So from the very beginning, hiring for cultural fit. Gary Brackett shared that rewards and recognition should be an individual strategy for each and every employee. So encourage that every person in your organization that leads others need to understand how to tap into the why behind each individual employee. We all want to be recognized in certain ways and we all like rewards in in different aspects. And so some of us are, are driven by the purpose of the business, some of us the status that we receive, others of us the money that we're getting from that work. and some of us, the influence that we get to have in the business. It's so important if we're a leader in the company to understand what each and every team member sees as the most valuable and to really tap into that. Do your homework for each individual team member. Thanks, Gary, for that input. 
Brent Oakley talked about as a leader, we need to learn how to be a coach and to ensure that you as a leader have coaching yourself to always be working on getting better and better, but then also to sharpen your skills and truly understand how to be a coach to employees. A lot of times that is the ability to ask great questions and to motivate without telling people what to do, but really inspiring that to be able to come out of them through the questions that you're asking the feedback that you're giving. So have you ever thought about a trademark phrase that becomes a theme in attracting, retaining, and developing talent? Jason Ells taught us about Custom Concrete's destination employer theory. So treating each and every role in your company as a career and polishing how employees experience it from finish to start was what he shared. They've even hired someone that owns onboarding, manages and polishes all of that onboarding experience in order to make that the best thing that it can be. Even though we successfully hire new employees, the work has just begun. And so Jason talks about how important that is to creating this destination employer experience. It starts from the very beginning and how important custom concrete takes the onboarding part of the employee experience. So we've touched on coaching, but how about mentoring? Every single person in our organization has a unique talent that they bring to the table and that they can share and help others. How can a formalized mentoring experience champion the build of a strong culture? Allison Martin shared the tangible and intangible results that come from mentor relationships and how every company has amazing assets in their organization that are ready to be sharpened and really need an outlet to be able to share that brilliance and inspire other people in an effective way. So the power of structured mentoring is invaluable in our organizations. So I only scratched the surface on our key takeaways from the abundant executives who have shared on Gut Plus Science. So let's hear from another Gut Plus Science sponsor. I'm going to come right back and I'm going to wrap us up as we head into our next 25 episodes. Are you still using Pulse surveys? How about annual questionnaires? If your organization relies on either of these, it's time to discover Amplify. Amplify has created a new way to measure employee engagement. It's where CEOs who want to know what's really happening within a workforce go to get honest feedback and to understand what needs to change for people to love their work. Companies that have used Amplify have increased productivity by as much as 30% in just three months. Best of all, it's not just data that Amplify provides. Executives get hands-on coaching with engagement specialists, people who know exactly what to do with the data. To see their latest research on employee engagement, visit Amplify.com. All right, and we're back. Along the lines of the uniqueness of this episode today is the truth you can act on section. I'm going to boil it down into my three recommendations, and that is ask, analyze, act. So let's break that down. Ask, spend time asking employees for their feedback and practicing your listening skills. If you don't have a third party tool helping you with this, it is highly recommended so that you can gather honest and helpful feedback that can truly help you solve problems and get better. Don't forget, ensure you have a confidential tool that your employees trust and spend time truly reflecting through the data and the feedback and taking all of it in. Second is 
analyze. So where there are areas you need more insight, ask deeper questions to understand not just where and who has challenges, but why and what is their input on how to solve it. Again, spending lots of time listening, but knowing through that analyze portion what questions to ask. So then you can spend time prioritizing and building strategy, and hopefully you have data that can partner with your gut and emotion. Data tells a story and it's factual and it helps leaders on our team get on board. So we need to stop guessing and then take data, feedback, and our gut and put it all together to partner pretty darn well to build an effective strategy. And then third, act. So do whatever it takes to take action on the strategy that you lay out, especially communicate to employees that you and what you are doing and when in doubt, over communicate it. As you take action, realize that you may need some outside help with implementation. Most people, most organizations do. So partner with rockstar recruiters, hire a coach for accountability, bring on a strategic HR consultant to hone your onboarding program or whatever, but making sure that you're taking action and regularly communicating the things that you're doing to take action to make the organization better. It means so much to employees. So now I have an ask for you. What topics do you want to hear on the show? Would love to know that. And do you have a recommendation for a guest? Send us your idea of the topic or recommendation of a person that we should have on the show to interview. We would love that. And that's it for the celebration episode today. We hope you enjoyed it and can't wait until we see what is in store for our next 25 episodes. So until next week, we'll see you guys on Gut Plus Science. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.